Hello, and welcome to the Federal Contracting Made Easy podcast, where we take the complex world of government contracting and break it into simple steps that any small business owner can master. Now, let me introduce your host, Nancy Byerly. Hello, and welcome to the wonderful world of government contracting. Can you believe it? This is episode number 23, and today's topic is on the types of government contracts. Before we begin, please stop, subscribe, and rate the podcast. Your feedback is important to us. Now on to today's episode. Today's podcast, we will be discussing the different types of federal contracts. We will also be referring to the Federal Acquisition Regulation, otherwise known as the FAR. The FAR is the regulation governing federal contracts. If you did not listen to episode 20, which discusses the Federal Acquisition Regulation for Businesses, you may want to stop listening to this podcast, go to that podcast first, then come back to this podcast. Part of your business strategy, you're going to need to determine which types of contracts you're going to go after. Start with one or two, and then you can add more to your list. Fixed Price Contracts. FAR Part 16.2 covers firm fixed price contracts, also known as FFP. A firm fixed price contract provides a price that is not subject to any cost adjustment during the contract period. All federal agencies use this type of contract, especially for low-risk deals. I will tell you the majority of contracts that I've seen in the years have been firm fixed price contracts. The next type is cost reimbursement and cost plus contracts. On cost reimbursement and cost plus contracts, the contractor receives payment for all allowed expenses up to a limit specified in the contract, plus profit. The government uses cost reimbursement and cost plus contracts when they cannot estimate with an accuracy the cost associated with the contract performance. For more information on this contract, FAR Part 16.3. The next type is time and materials contracts. Time and material contracts are a mix of fixed price and cost reimbursement contracts. These contracts are rare because they shift a lot of the risk onto the government. Time and material contracts allow the government officials to buy supplies or services by one, direct labor hours at a specified hourly rate that includes wages, overhead, profit, and general and administrative expenses, otherwise known as G&A. Two, actual material costs. Time and material contracts come into play when the government cannot accurately estimate the extent or duration of the work. More information on these types of contracts, please refer to FAR Part 16.6. Indefinite delivery, indefinite quantity contracts, otherwise known as IDIQ contracts, contain a fixed price and cost reimbursement. Since the government is unsure of the exact quantity of a product or service, they state limits and only have a fixed contract period. This contract requires the government to order at least a minimum amount of supplies or services. 
the contracting officer decides a maximum reasonable amount for the total agreement. These contracts are often multiple award contracts. The limited group of vendors or small businesses then are asked to bid against each other to compete for each separate task, giving the government the competitive price for each job without initiating a new contract competition for each one. ID, IQ contracts of this type are used a lot in construction type contracts. The next type of contract is sealed bidding contract. Sealed bidding is a rigid adherence to formal procedures in the bidding and selection process. These types of contracts provide all bidders an opportunity to compete for the contract on equal footing. In a sealed bidding acquisition, the agency must award to the responsible bidder who submits the lowest responsive bid. Refer to FAR Part 14 for more information. Negotiated contracts. Negotiated contracts are not sealed bidding procurement that is above the simplified acquisition threshold, which is currently 250000 This type of arrangement allows more flexibility in awarding the contract. The contracting officer, CO for short, may engage in discussions with offerers and in evaluating proposals. They may also consider non-cost factors such as managerial experience, technical approach, or past performance. For more information, refer to FAR Part 15. Next is Simplified Acquisition Contracts Threshold. Simplified Acquisition Thresholds are for purchases over $3,000 and under $250,000. The lower price contracts allow less approval and documentation than contracts above this threshold. Contracts within these thresholds is an excellent way for beginner federal contractors to get their foot in the door. Refer to FAR Part 13 for more information. National Defense Authorization Act, otherwise known as NDAA, for fiscal year 2018 raised the simplified acquisition threshold. The Civilian Agency Acquisition Council, otherwise known as the CAAC, has requested a class deviation to the FAR to increase this threshold. So the conclusion, the market research that you performed earlier will play an essential role in determining which types of contracts meet your specific business strategy. As you can see, there are quite a few different types of federal contracts, and I haven't listed all of them. I've left some of these out. These are the most common. Remember, USA Spending is going to come into play as you select the various agencies to market to. Besides that, capitalize in the procurement forecast and put your plan into action. These forecasts will tell you generally if they're going to be a firm fixed price or not or what type of contracting avenue they're going to use. Most importantly, you need to be ready to bid on these opportunities when they are announced. Well, that's it for today's episode. Please stop and rate and subscribe to the podcast and provide a review. Your feedback is greatly appreciated. Until next week, 